0: First point of the book. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> amen and amen. Good morning, Central Park Baptist Church. Good morning to you all. How are we doing this morning? We doing well? Amen. If you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us and singing hymn 502. It is very difficult to sing hymn 502 sitting down because hymn 502 says to stand up. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Hymn 502 is opening hymn. Sing along. I stand up, stand up for Jesus. Jesus, stand up, stand up for Jesus, the strife will Let's pray.
1: Father, thanks for today. Thanks for this time that we gather together here to praise your name, to worship you, and to listen to your word here. We want to ask you to help this church to be glory of your name here. And to, we want to ask you to help the preacher to be filled with the Holy Spirit as
2: he preached your word to your people for your glory. Then We just want to ask you to help this church to see more people to get saved here through this time here. We love you. We
0: thank you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen amen and amen and uh if we're able to let's turn to hymn 392 as we turn to hymn 392 just a friendly reminder if you have any uh mobile or electronic devices we ask that you silence or turn those off at this time amen as we go to hymn 392 amen it is so sweet to trust in jesus just to Just to know, saith the Lord, Jesus, Jesus. How I trust Him, how I prove Him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. Oh, for grace to trust Him more. Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus. Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to. Trust this cleansing blood Just as for faith to bless me Meet the healing cleansing blood
3: Some have said he was a good man, a teacher of the law, performing
2: Thank the Lord. The Bible said that God gave him a name that's above every other name. Amen. Not today, but one day. Every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess. And all God's people can say. And we can sing about it. He lives. Amen. Amen. Hymn number 140. He lives. Let's all stand if you would, please. Amen.
0: serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that He is living, men may say. I see His hand of mercy. I hear His voice appear. And just the time I need Him, He's always near. He lives, He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me alone lies never away. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. In all the world around me, I see his loving I never will despair. I know that he is leading through all the stormy blasts. The day of his appearing will come at last. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation me. Now this last verse says, rejoice, rejoice. I, I see some people rejoicing with a smile on their face, but not everyone. So let's smile on this last verse, amen? Here we go. Rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. Oh, Christian, lift up your voice and sing. Eternal hallelujah Is Jesus Christ, the King. The hope of all who seek him. The help of all who find. None other is so loving. Good and kind He lives He lives Christ Jesus lives today He walks with me And talks with me Alone like there away.
1: Welcome to Central Park Baptist Church. We're awful glad that you're here this morning. Thank you for being with us. Boy, the choir sounded beautiful, didn't they? I'm telling you, they're really improving every week. It's exciting. Uh, We have a, a few announcements I'm going to give this morning, but I want to encourage you to go out and get a bulletin. There's many things in the bulletin I'm not going to talk about. And so you need to know that they're there, and so I want to encourage you to do that. We do start our missions conference this week. Our missions conference starts on Wednesday night. I want to encourage you to be here. I hope you're praying about what God would have you to do in faith promise amen, amen. It's, it's a walk of faith and that's what god wants us to do walk by faith not by sight amen. and that's what this missions conference is all about that's what the missionaries do that's what we need to do and i want to encourage you to be a part of that there will be a, a meal served every night uh, at six uh, at 5 30 preacher's going to tell you more about that but the meeting starts at 7 p.m every evening. So I right. want to encourage you to be here for that. You're going to learn many things of what goes on in the mission field. There's right. many announcements that you need to have in the bulletin, right. so I want to encourage you to get it. Thank you for being here, and welcome to Central Park Baptist Church. Amen. 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 A couple of things real quick,
2: and that is one, there's still room to sign up for the meals uh, this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for our mission conference. The meals will be served from 530 to 615, just so that if you some, we have a lot of folks that come from work, and uh, so we want you to come, and so we'll have a meal uh, prepared for you, so, uh, but there's still room for you to sign up and help with that. If you uh, would like to do so, please see my wife, and she will uh, uh, direct you in the right place as far as what to bring and those kinds of things. So uh, if, you're, if you're making plans to... oh, oh are you, If you're planning on eating, raise your hand. Yeah, okay, all right. See her, all right? Thank you. Who said that over there, Brother Lonnie? Good job. Um, uh, but please sign up, okay? If you plan on eating, please sign up to help if you can. If not, uh, just I want you to come, and we'll do our best to make sure that there's plenty to eat, okay? Uh, on that same note, I've I've had several folks ask about this. We we've, we've got new folks that are coming about... Sunday afternoons, okay? Sunday afternoons is, it, are meals that people bring for their family, okay? And the reason why is because they live a, a, a little ways away, and they, so they come and they, they eat lunch in, in, in fellowship hall so they don't have to do that driving, which is great. I'm glad that they do that. Uh, so if you stay and eat, please bring something, Okay? Say amen. Now, if you want to be a part, there the ladies are on some kind of a, yeah, whatever they do, and they coordinate with one another on what to bring. So, if you'd like to be a part of that, see Miss White as well. That way, you can bring stuff, you know. And uh, I mean, it's, uh, but please, uh, you know, I just want to make that known. If you stay and eat, then make sure you're a part of that group or that you bring something to eat. Okay. And all God's people can say, uh, we don't mind you eating, just be a part of the, the flow, ebb and flow, whatever you want to call that, okay? All right, I'm glad that's over with, we're moving on, right? Okay, good. Faith Promise Mission Cards. Uh, I want you to make sure, ushers, y'all come, uh, all four of you, Okay. Uh, and I want you to, everybody needs one of these Faith Promise Mission cards. Now, we handed uh, many of these out in Sunday school, uh, but uh, I want to make sure that you received one of these. Th- there's no place on here for your name. Right. Yep. This is between you and the Lord, Amen. okay? Amen. We're not going to dun you for it. So what's a done? We're not going to bill you for it, okay? We're not going to send you a reminder for it. Uh, but this is between you and God on what? Uh, the Lord uh, speaks to your heart about giving to Faith Promise Missions for the year of the, uh, 2023, which really starts the first week of November. Mm-hmm. Now, if, uh, if you give once a month, please break it down into a weekly offering, okay, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can budget that for our weekly offering. And then when you fill it out, if, there, if the amount that you that feel like the Lord wants you to give is on this little, the small side of this, then we ask you to just put a check or an X or something in there so we can see that. And if it's not in there, I mean, if, it only goes up to $100 if you want to give more than that. And, and we have some folks that do. Praise the Lord for you. Uh, if that, if, so if the amount is, write it in a little blank, and then, uh, and then you'll tear off the perforation part, put the small part in the offering plate next week. And then write the amount on this one and, uh, and, uh, and so that you will know that that's what the Lord has laid on your heart. Put it in your Bible. Amen. Because I know you open your Bible every day and you read it every day. And this will be in there for you to see every day. Amen. And you pray as the, that the Lord will continue to bless. Listen, we support a lot of missionaries and a lot of ministries. And, uh, and it's only because of your willingness and your obedience to the Holy Spirit of God that we are able to do that. Amen. It, it, amen. And by the way, this is above your tithe and offering. If you want to increase in your faith promised missions, don't take it out of your tithes and don't take it out of your offerings, okay? And uh, so, but mark it in there. Keep it this week and pray about it. Please pray about it. Please pray as what God would have you to do and uh and, and and then just according to the holy spirit of god you put yes. in the play what you would have you get right. now if you don't have one of these raise your hand and us you're going to work that way and they're going to make sure you get one so raise it up high and keep it up so till that they can give you one of those and and uh, we handed out a bunch of those in uh Sunday school this morning but we want everyone to have one if you still have not picked up a a pamphlet about faith promise missions they're back there it'll it uh, uh, gives you some uh, definition of what faith promise is, and uh, I mean, there's in- all kinds of information about that about faith promise back here in the foyer. There's a book on the uh, on the missions conference that is Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday uh, at 7 p.m. for the worship. Uh, listen, uh, let me say this real quick. Um, it's important now that you uh, that you pray and ask God to help you. We're fixing to enter a spiritual battle. Uh, amen, it, yes, we're talking about spiritual battle, we're going to talk yes. about that this morning a little amen. bit, and yes, so stay prayed up, amen, and yes, yes. and ask God to strengthen you, because the devil's going to throw some things at you when it may be a, a, a bad traffic, yep. uh, I mean, it could be all kinds of things happening at home, but remember, it's a spiritual battle, yep. and we can if, stay the course, we're going to talk about that this morning, so amen. Please pray and ask God to help you this week. Make each and every night. The Millers are going to be singing for us each night. And uh, uh, different preachers, different missionaries will be here. We've got a different missionary Sunday. Uh, so please, if, if you miss, you're going to miss a blessing. I promise you. You're going to miss something that will encourage you to stay the course. Because the, uh, I just know that God will bless. He did last year. God will do it again this year. So uh, please let me uh, encourage you to do that. Now, before we re- receive our offering, we're going to show a, a, a quick video that uh, Brother DeVito put together for us and uh, just to kind of help you and encourage you uh, about Faith Promise Mission. So go ahead, Brother Elias.
0: Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: heard about the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So God help us to be the kind of mission church that we need to be so that others might come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. But it all happens through your faithfulness and obedience in your giving and all God's people can say amen. Amen. So may the Lord bless you this morning uh, as you give. Father help us Lord and bless us today Uh, may Lord your blessing be upon us God this morning as we I worship you, Lord, and I pray, God, your blessing upon uh, our Faith Promise Mission Conference next week. Help us, Lord, uh, to set aside the the, uh, the routine of, of our week, Lord, and, and those things that might call our attention next week, God, and help us to purpose in our heart to attend each and every night, Lord, to hear what you have for us through these preachers. Bless this offering, Lord. Bless the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.
0: Amen. Just an additional uh, announcement. This is actually a surprise announcement because our our pastor didn't know about this. But today is uh, clergy appreciation day. So immediately after worship, uh, we've uh, asked that you join us in the fellowship hall. We have a table set up where we can show our appreciation to our pastor as well as uh, Brother Marco. Amen. 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 See, see, you gave us a surprise announcement last Sunday, so paying you back. Amen, amen. But at this time, if you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn 657. Hymn 657, we'll do the first and last verses, then briefly greet each other as we prepare for our ladies' ensemble. Hymn 657, first and last verses. A new name in glory. Sing along. I was once a sinner. is mine, with my sins forgiven, I am bound for heaven never more to roam. in the book just written uh, in the book tis written saved by grace all oh, the joy that came to my soul now I am forgiven and I know by the blood I am made whole the new name And it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. And the white road angels sing the story. A has come home, but there's a new name written down in glory. And it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. My sins forgiven. at this time the korean ministry is dismissed for korean church everyone please greet each other at this time as we prepare for our ladies ensemble of the morning
2: I'm telling you, I've been down that, on the road, pointless road to nowhere. Y'all been there? Well, I've been on it. And you know where it leads? Same place for everybody. To a devil's hell. But I'm thankful for grace, amen? amen. Not really, I'm thankful for grace. Amen. We think about where we could be without the saving grace of Almighty God. I'm telling you, that'll make everybody that's born again child of God pretty happy. Amen. Y'all don't seem pretty happy. Come on, y'all, say amen. 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 Joshua chapter 11. <clears throat> Joshua uh, chapter 11. Might turn me down just a little bit back there. I'm, that sounds a little bit loud. You know, it could get a little bit carried away this morning. I feel like something's about to happen. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, Joshua chapter 11. Let's start reading verse 15. Found your place, say amen. Amen. Well, i got to get my glasses. It would help if you could see. Oh, yeah, that's a lot better. As the Lord commanded Moses, his servant, so did Moses command Joshua. I mean, he said, Moses said, Joshua, you just do this. This is what the Lord told me to do. This is what you do. And over the centuries, God has told us, this is what they did. This is what we do. Same thing, okay? And and then look, it says, and so did Joshua. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. That's a pretty good work ethic, amen. amen? Amen. So Joshua took all that land, the hills, all the south country, all the land of Goshen, and the valley and the plain and the mountain of Israel and the valley of the same. Even from the Mount Halak that goes up to Seir, even to Balgad in the valley of Lebanon uh, under Mount And all their kings he took and smote them and slew them. Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. And there was not a city that made peace with the children of Israel save the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon. All other they took in battle. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts that that they should come against Israel in battle. uh, That he might destroy them utterly and that they might have no favor but that he might destroy them as the Lord. I commanded Moses. Father I pray God that as we leave off reading your word this morning uh, God we come before you Lord as we move into our uh, mission conference on continuing Lord uh, God the book of Acts says and and he continued with God's help and I pray Lord that you'd help us Lord today we need your help to continue in in the things that you've called us to do and and God as we look at uh, at Joshua here Lord he continued and uh, God, I think there's some things that we need today that'll help us and strengthen us, so I pray God that i 'll just stay out of your way and Lord that you 'll fill my thoughts with the spirit of God and and Lord, that may everything that I say bring glory and honor to you, but may it uh, challenge our hearts, Lord, no matter where we are spiritually, I pray God that you'd please challenge us and may we listen to you, Lord this morning and Father, when the invitation is given. I pray, dear Lord, that you'd help us, each of us, Lord, you use this altar to come and just do business with you. And Lord, we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. (coughs) How many of you remember the old movie, The Patriot, starring Mel Gibson? He played the character Benjamin Martin, a Revolutionary War hero. Benjamin Martin, if you remember his son, 18-year-old Gabriel, he enlisted in the army and in the battle, and uh, wound up being a casualty of war. And Martin, as he was uh, found out that his son had been killed, he he began to grieve beside his son's dead body, and he was ready to quit. In fact, he did quit for a few days, and uh, he just he wouldn't have anything else to do with the cause. That is until a Colonel Harry Burwell. He was a Continental officer. He tried to persuade. Uh, Mel Gibson or, or Benjamin Martin not to give up because he recognized Martin's influence uh, on all the soldiers and, and he knew that, that Martin's uh, departure from the, the cause or from the army would literally demoralize all the troops. And as the scene is open, the colonel tells Martin, he says, Martin, stay the course. He says, Martin, he says it twice, stay the course. And I believe this is the same thing that Benjamin Martin's wife, when she died, she also told him that whenever life became difficult, she told Martin just before she died, she said, listen, Martin, whatever you do, she said, stay the course. Uh, She told him to continue whatever the obstacle might be. She told Martin, her husband, stay the course. And as we look in Psalm, there's a a verse of Scripture there in in two places. In chapter 119, verse 32, and verse 33, the phrase there is used, run the way, which literally means stay the course. Uh, Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7, you remember the words of Paul. He said, I finished, what did he say? Come on, he said, I finished my course Acts 13, 25 tells us that John finished his course. So this term is used in the context of of battle. It's used in the context of war, and it means to pursue a goal regardless of any obstacles or criticism. I mean, wars are continually being fought all over the world, and there are always rumors of wars. Uh, There's constant uprisings, terrorist actions, military struggles. There I mean, they're, they're always there. they're every they're, they're every day. Uh, in fact, there are not only around us, but there are also wars in the lives of you and me and, and the people that, uh, that we see on a constant or a daily basis. And that warfare think about this is spiritual warfare. It's the spiritual warfare that's struggling for the human soul as we face this battle, day in and day out. This spiritual conflict can defeat, it can destroy the human soul, and literally it will take that soul to a devil's hell. And we can all say amen. If evil wins over, listen, if evil wins over a soul today, listen, he's doomed for hell, period. And we can all say amen. So this is the most critical battle today that's being fought. It's being fought in the lives of people outside this church and it's also being fought for in the lives of Christians today. And if there's one thing that I would like to try to uh, impart upon you today, is that we need and we must stay the course. Amen. Listen, I want you to get this. Joshua, as we read here, you go back and read the entire story. He and the Israelites had just conquered the central and, and southern territories of Canaan. And, and only the northern territories were were left to be taken, but, but the task was not going to be easy. And if Joshua is going to possess these lands, listen, uh, that God had promised, listen, then he and the Israelites must stay the course. And we can all say amen. Now notice the first few verses, verses 16 through 18. I'll not go back and read those again. But if we're not careful as we, as we fight these battles, it is easy to, for us to be discouraged. Have you been discouraged lately? Come on, we can all say amen. Joshua and the Israelites are portrayed to have conquered several different regions. They they captured and killed the kings. And the Israelites, they saw a lot of battle as they went to possess Canaan. And and it reveals to us that fighting is unavoidable uh, in claiming the promised land. Listen, the promised land did not mean that it was going to be void of, of difficulty. Listen, the promised land, by the way, is not a picture of heaven. Heaven is void of conflict. It's void of battles and war. Listen, but the promised land that we're seeing here was not. And the Israelites here, we find that they fought high in the mountains. They fought low in the lowlands. And and they even fought in between in the plains. They fought every which way they possibly could. And their efforts are summarized in, in verse 18. And look what it says. It says, I mean, just one verse, Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. Listen, you know, sometimes you may feel the same way. You may feel like, man, you've been fighting for a long time for your blessings. Fighting will wear you out. You know, today, I'm here to let you know, you know uh, why pastors that have been in the ministry for 40, 50 years or uh, even longer, they, uh, they, they come to a place in their life where they're, they're just wore out. Yeah. They're wore out emotionally. They're wore out physically. They're wore out spiritually. Because for the 40 years, they have fought the fight, and they have stayed the course, and it becomes difficult, and it becomes hard. And uh, listen, and as a result, a lot of preachers today, they compromise. Yeah. They're tired of fighting, and it's like, what's the use? But I'm here to let you know that we must stay the course. Fighting will wear you out. Can I ask you today, have you ever got wore out? Battle is not pretty. It's not easy. And as you grow tired of spiritual confrontation, you might be tempted to ask yourself, man, why am I here? Why am I fighting? What is this? What is this going to accomplish? I have fought all this all this time for all these years, and look at the world around us. I mean, why not just live at peace with everybody and let them believe what they want to believe? Why not? Well, maybe you can. Maybe you've asked yourself those questions. Maybe you feel like giving up. You know, it's about shaking the dust off your feet and moving on. Well, listen, that that's the state of mind in which a lot of believers find themselves today. Maybe you're here, and you're kind of thinking that. Well, listen, as this country moves further and further away, listen, it, we're on a slippery slope uh, to a post-Christian nation. Yeah, yeah, Amen. We're, we're there. Uh, and listen, we're living in a day where uh, we're losing younger and younger age uh, people today in our, and, and the young adults today. But listen, God help us to stay the course. Amen. Listen, we live in a day, I was thinking about this the other day. We, I mean, Texas is an open carry state. Well, I thought, you know what? It's about time that that we lived in a, a, an open carry state as far as Christianity is concerned spiritually. Listen, we started being carry and conceal Christians. Amen. Oh, wait a minute, we don't want to make nobody offended. i got to get my Bible up in here, you know, i got to hide. No, wait a minute, open carry. The world needs to know who we are spiritually. But sometimes we find ourselves growing weary and sharing our faith. Your words are often met with resistance or, or minor persecution. So instead of waging a spiritual battle, we ask ourselves, well, why can't we just all get along? And um, I mean, you, in asking that, you may stop being the kind of witness that you need to be. In the name of tolerance, a lot of people cry out for peace and, and watch. And peace is definitely something that we ought to desire. Right. Amen? Amen. Uh, listen, uh, I, I like it when people get along. It's a, the Bible even talks about how it's a good thing for the brethren to dwell in unity. Amen. Amen. Uh, but we've got to be careful. We sometimes, in the name of tolerance, we uh, put our gospel aside and we begin to hide it. Uh, the Bible teaches that as long as the world exists, there's going to be a clash between good and evil. Amen? Look, look in Matthew chapter 10. I want you to turn there. The Bible teaches us that, uh, that believers will always be at war. I mean, with the forces of darkness, Second Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 5. You'll always meet with resistance when you share the message of salvation. And, and, and we see this here in Matthew chapter 10 and verses 33 through verses 38. Found your place, say amen. I want you to see it. It says, but whosoever shall deny me before me and him, will I also deny my Father which is in heaven. Think not that I come to send peace on earth. Oh, well, wait a minute. Well, always, wait, he's, the Lord's talking. I mean, my letters are in red. It says, I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and at the da- and, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter in law against her mother in law. And a man's foes shall be they of this of his own household. He that loveth father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. Listen, watch this now. I want you to get a good look at this. If you desire peace before truth, and as a result, listen, you will fail to share your faith with your friends, your neighbors, your family. And Jesus said if you do that, then you're not worthy of him. Listen, loyalty is essential. Listen, not my loyalty to Brother Shelton or to Brother Marco, although that is important, but my loyalty to the Lord himself is of the utmost importance. Listen, here, I want you to understand something. This is letting us know, the Lord says it, there's going to be times when you stand up for the cause of Christ. Listen, even your old family is going to turn against you. If you stand up and say, listen, this is the way to heaven, there's no other way. There's going to be some that say, listen... Uh, you, that is offensive to me, and they're going to they're going to be angry. But listen, I would rather them be offended at me for saying the truth than not saying nothing at all. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Second Timothy two seven, Paul said, "I've fought a good fight. Fighting is absolutely necessary and unavoidable. And in battle, watch there are winners, and there's our, there are losers." He said, "Well, preacher, um, call for a truce." Oh, trust me, I've done that before. Listen, but I'm telling you, sooner or later, somebody's going to get offended and the fight's going to start up all over again. In Exodus chapter 32, Moses stood, and you go back and read, and he remember he asked the people, who's on the Lord's side? Amen? I remember, you know, you go back to the days of the Alamo when the line was drawn in the sand and said, listen, if you're going to stay and fight, you step over here. If you're going to run, then you you go ahead. Well, listen, the line has been drawn in the sand. And it wasn't drawn by me. It was drawn by the Lord Jesus Christ himself when he died on the cross for our sin. And listen, and there is a cause. David has a question. Is there not a cause? Yes, absolutely there's a cause. And it's the cause of Christ. And it's for you and me as born-again children of God to stay the course and tell people about the Lord. My job is. And your job as a believer is to help usher in the kingdom of Almighty God. Amen. Amen. And when His kingdom has come, then there will be peace. Not before. And if you're not dis- if you're not if you're not careful, you'll get discouraged. But number two, you got to remember why you fight. If you haven't noticed, war is messy. Yeah. When you look at Israel's take over, the, uh, when they took over the land of Canaan, it, it looked like a bloodbath. I mean, you go back and read. When you connect the dots uh, to the Crusades, religious wars of the 11th century, which, by the way, were intended to what, to eradicate Islam and reclaim the Holy Land for God's kingdom. But a lot of believers, they read the Bible and they say, Man, they get mad at God because they look at God and say, Man, what a vengeful God. What a bloody God. I mean, look at Him. He had all these people killed. That is absolutely right. But listen, the Israelites were under the leadership of God Himself. And who are we to question God? Amen. Listen, He had all that done for a reason so it would keep listen it would keep the israelites from being drawn away by false gods Amen. Amen. Uh, the israelites grew weary of of always fighting and uh, but they were able to do what was necessary because they kept their focus listen by the uh, on the reason why they were fighting if you want to maintain a a, a strong resolve in your conquest for the lord or in your fight for the lord jesus christ and you got to remember why you fight so what purpose did israel have to fight well if you look in numbers chapter 33 god gives us the answer numbers chapter 33 and verse 55 what purpose did israel have to fight well when you look at this verse of scripture The Lord tells Israel that if they don't drive out the inhabitants of the land, that God says they will be pricks in your eyes, thorns in your sides, and will vex the land where they dwell. And as a result, God says the Israelites will perish from the land that God gave them. God warned them. His people were letting those who worship false gods, they let them remain in the land. And and, and God told them they'll contaminate you as a a child of God. And if you read in Judges chapter 3 verses 5 through 8, it tells you exactly what happened. And you write that in read. I don't have time to read it. But listen, God Almighty was to be the only God of the land. And by the way, he's to be the only God today. But there's a whole lot of other little gods everywhere else. And listen, and a lot of it started right here through the Israelites. But just, as, just like Israel, they're to be fighting, we are too. And we're, we're supposed to be fighting for Him. Uh, Jesus said, I am the way. Uh, listen, it, 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 it's offensive to God that there's other gods. It's offensive to God Almighty. Listen, He said He's a jealous God. it's offensive to Him when other people fall down and worship anything else but Him. If you go back and you read, you'll find where the Lord declared in four separate verses in both the Old and New Testament. He said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He did not say, I am the God of Ishmael. Uh, Go find it. Go look it up. The one true Messiah would come only through the lineage of Abraham and Isaac. There is only one true God. And we can all say amen. Listen, he said, I am the great I am in Exodus chapter 3. So there's only one true God. And if you don't worship him and his son Jesus Christ and the God you call on is a false God. And they cannot help you. They cannot bring you peace. And we need to remember why we fight. Listen, we don't have to be mean and ugly about it, but we can stand up for the truth. Amen. Amen. And the reason why is because people perish from rejecting God. You realize that if we don't tell them about Jesus Christ, people will die in their sin and go to hell. Yep. I was thumbing through Facebook the other day, and I just happened to, uh, see, uh, uh, I, I couldn't really. I thought, man, they they doctored the picture, but man, it was a good, uh, a good thought. I, I watched it several times. It only lasted about five seconds, and it showed this one. Uh, it happened to be a woman, but she was on these rocks, and they were big boulders, and and she was probably about from here to that back door through through a lava pit. Well, the rocks were slippery. They were wet. And she was up there just kind of doing a little whatever, you know, and, and mocking the, and just looking, and she slipped and fell. And she slid right into the lava pit. And it was just a puff of smoke when she went. And I, and I thought, man. I, I mean, she was grabbing and trying to scratch those rocks and keep herself from going, but listen, there was nothing she could do. I bet I watched it a dozen times before I finally listen. And and but you know what? It, it gave me a clear picture of what's going to happen to people yeah. if they reject the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They can scratch and 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 pull and try to stop and dig in all they want, but unless they get saved, right. 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 and listen, they won't just go up in a puff of smoke. Right. Right. The Bible says. Uh, The smoke of their torment will ascend up forever and ever. Listen, that's why we fight. Because people will perish and go to hell. If you look in chapter 11, verse 19, it tells us that the only ones uh, that that gave in were the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon. They made peace with Israel. And notice it says, and I even circle this word, that all the others, listen, all the rest were taken in battle. People often complain about war in the Old Testament, and they say again that God is merciless. But these people could have chosen to repent. Yep. Amen. The Hivites did. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, they could have been spared, but they rejected God. In fact, the Canaanites, if you go read, they were destroyed only because of their pride. Amen. Huh. It's, isn't it amazing how Wednesdays goes right along with, with this? Pride. First uh, Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. It says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all longsuffering, for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. John 3, 18, it says, He that believeth on him is not condemned. You follow me? He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is what? Condemned already. Why? Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Listen, people do not die and go to hell because they did something bad. Look, Peter said in Second Peter 3, 9, that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. Listen, when you read in Scripture of those who harden their hearts toward God, we are actually seeing God allowing people the choice. Listen, that, uh, that right there shows you that, that, uh, uh, that the Calvinism is absolutely wrong. Amen. Amen. People have a choice. They can either choose to accept him or they can choose to reject him. It's a personal decision. And when people refuse to believe in the Lord, listen, they will be destroyed by their own actions, by their own choices. Remember, he that believeth not is condemned already. Why? Well, why? Well, he told us because they receive not the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. Listen, Um You've got to remember that you're fighting to glorify the one and true God. And sometimes uh, He's glorified in our battle, even when we are persecuted, even when people slam the doors in our face. Listen, God gets the glory for that, not us. I mean, we don't like it. I, I mean, if you like getting doors slammed in your face or people cussing at you, then you know something's wrong with you. I personally, I don't like it. I don't like it when people say, I'm not interested. Listen, I, I don't like it when they, uh, when they, you tell them who you are, and they say, I, you know, get off of my property. Right, right. Uh, I, that bothers me. Why? Because I'm just trying to help them. Yeah, amen. Their, their their lives are on fire, and they're headed for hell, and I'm trying to give them an escape route through the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. Right. Listen, if it'd be like you trying to help someone who who's uh, your neighbor that you've known for uh, 30 years and their, their house catches on fire and you're banging on the door and you're saying, hey, get out. Your house is on fire. On. And they come to the door and they say, I don't care. I'm staying in. I'm going to take my chances. Yeah. There's no chance. Right. Listen, there's a lot of people today uh, that just, they don't care. Right. They're not interested. But one of these days, the Bible, the choir sang the song, Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Listen, we need to remember uh, that we're not fighting in order to stir up or uh, trouble or, or to be controversial. We're not fighting to promote the only, uh, you know, to promote m- many different ways to heaven. We are fighting to promote the only true path to peace, which is Jesus Christ. 1 Timothy 6.12, it says, Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Now watch, that word fight, it means to agonize, to struggle, to battle, to contend. It means to fight for the prize. It carries the idea of desperate effort and struggle. I believe that in today's climate of political correctness and the thought of being offended, we have forgotten that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We are in a desperate struggle for eternal life. Matthew Henry, I like what he said in his commentary. He said, those who will get to heaven must fight their way there. And I understand, he's not talking about Listen, about the Lord Jesus Christ and salvation. Listen, he's talking about how it's not once we get saved, it's not like, oh, man, we can put our feet up. We're good to go. No, wait a minute. It's not that way at all. He said those who will get to heaven must fight their way there. There must be a conflict with corruption and temptations and and the power of darkness. He said observe, though. It's a good fight. It's a good cause and it will have a good end and purpose. And we are called to fight and to lay hold on eternal life. Listen, we're to fight for the cause of Christ. We're to fight for souls who are bound for a devil's hell. We're to fight to keep pure the precious word of God. We're to fight to be faithful. We're to fight to show ourselves approved unto God. Listen, we are to fight when we're feeling strong and invigorated. We're to fight when we're tired. We're to fight when we're weary. We're to fight when things seem hopeless, but God help us to fight and stay the course. It's going to be difficult. Our friends, uh, the ones that that care about us the most, are the ones going to be looking at us and say, Why do you do that? Why do you give uh, yourself and your your time and your talents and your money to that? Listen, we are giving it to God and we're doing our best to stay in the fight. There's far too many Christians today that are on the sideline, they've quit. Listen, we need to understand that God said that it would be difficult, but he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Listen, we need to fight. Listen, we must continue the fight. Listen, because one of these days, the battle's going to be over. (laughs) I am so glad. Listen, I think back to when I was a young guy. I tell people when I was young, I told this to the guy the other day. I said, yeah, I remember back when I was young, dumb, and ignorant. Come on, we all can think back to those days. And I got in a fight with my buddy, J.C., that I told you about. He's about 63 and went about 275. Yep. I did really good until he got a hold of me. (laughs) Yeah, one thing you learn when you're uh, not a very big guy is, you know, bob and weave. weave. Amen. (laughs) Flow like a feather or flow like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yeah, but my floating got hindered when he got all to my shirt. And I'm telling you, listen, you say, did you stop fighting? Absolutely not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Listen, you know what my number one goal was at that point? Uh-huh. To get loose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. But I kept fighting. Yes, sir. But I was sure glad when it was over. Now, listen, we're in a fight today. And, and and listen, I'm, it, it sometimes we, you're going to get bruised up. Yeah, sometimes you're going to get bruised emotionally. Sometimes you're going to get even bruised spiritually. Yep. But I want to encourage you, stay the fight. Amen. Stay the course. Remember why you're fighting. Amen. Listen, there's other people. I, I mean, have, have you ever asked yourself, why, why am I still doing this? Yep. I have. I've been doing this 37 years. Brother Marco's been doing it over 40. And I'm telling you, there's been times when you you do all that, and you come to a place, and it's like, man, really? In my weak moments, yeah. you think, man, Lord, you know, surely there's a better way. Yeah. I mean, are, are we really are we really making an impact? Yeah. But you know, I, I come back to. To my final authority. See, my final authority is not in the way I feel. Because sometimes we don't feel good. Come on, say amen. Sometimes we are we are discouraged. Sometimes we feel like nobody. Yet. There's no. We kind of like Elijah. We think, man, we are the only ones. But I'm telling you, we're not the only ones. If, if listen, if everybody else goes by the wayside, I still have a Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who will always be there. And he's told me, listen, son, don't give up the fight because one day it's going to be over. Joshua chapter 1, verse 3 and 6. Notice the promise. God says, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses, be strong and of a good courage. For unto, uh, unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. And then if you look in our chapter, chapter 11 and verse 23, look what it says. So Joshua took the whole land. According to him? No. According to all that the Lord sent unto Moses. Listen, and Joshua gave it for an inheritance. That's exactly what God promised. He said, listen, I'm going to give you this land, and you're going to divide it as an inheritance to my people. And he gave it to Israel according to their division by their tribes, and the land, watch, rested from war. Listen, I'm here to let you know it's going to be over one of these days. Oh, preacher, yeah, but it stays the same. Listen, I, I understand that. I understand that things are getting worse. It's a whole lot worse than it has ever been. But we're a whole lot closer to the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So stay the course. When you got more month left than you do money, stay the course. When it's 1.30 in Sunday afternoon and you're wore out and you've got all these projects going, stay the course. Joshua and the Israelites waged war against the enemies of the promised land for seven years. It says that Joshua in verse 18 made war a long time. But at long last they conquered all their enemies. Can I tell you one of these days the Lord's coming back. And we're going to the marriage supper of the Lamb for seven years. While, the, while this old world is going through the, the, the seven-year tribulation period, we're going to be seated at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Listen, we've got a place. I've got a place that is reserved just for me. Listen, and the Bible says that the Lord himself is going to gird himself and he's going to serve me. And I'm thinking, why would he do that? Why would he say, here, sit right here. And why would he come and... And serve me, the one who paid the price for me. Listen, he paid the price for me to get to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Why would he do that? Because he loved me. And while the world is going on through all this turmoil, we'll be seated at the marriage supper of the Lamb. But when it's over, we're coming back. Yep. We're going to be riding the white horses. And he's going to be leading the way. We're not going to have to say a word we're not going to have to lift a finger, because the Bible says that the words that proceed out of His mouth, He's going to set everything straight. Amen. Amen. Listen, but it's only for those who are born again children of God. Listen, you say, you say, well, what's the use? I just told you why. Yeah. Listen. Uh, as we march forth to conquer the promised land, listen. God has already assured us victory. We're fighting not to victory; we're fighting from victory. Amen. Listen, but while we are getting there, you got to remember why you're fighting. Right. The souls of men, women, boys, and girls are being weighed in the balance. Yes, you got to remember why you fight. We're fighting for the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, who's commissioned each of us to teach people about the Lord Jesus and reach them with the gospel. Because the trump of God's going to sound. I, I was reading about this the other day. Man, this is just, the words come up hither. I'm telling you, that's a message in and of itself. Listen, we're going to hear those words. But I'm fearful that the world is not going to care. I was talking about this Wednesday. I don't think they're even going to try it. This is my personal opinion. I don't even think they're going to try to explain us away. I mean, why? I mean, after a thousand years here on the earth, they're going to, in watching Jesus reign from Jerusalem, they're still going to reject him. So why should they try to explain us away today When after we're gone in the rapture? They're just going to say, man, I'm, I'm glad they're out of here. Man, good riddance. We can sell that property up there and, we can get some taxes on it. We can use it for something else. I mean, listen, that's the way the world thinks about what you and I do today. we got to remember while we're fighting. Listen, today is a day of salvation, though. Amen. Now's the accepted time. If it's, if it's worth doing, and he is, then it's worth doing it to the very best of our ability. You tired? Oh, yeah. You get weary? Oh, yeah. Do you ask yourself, man, is it worth it? Oh, yeah. Every Monday. But I'm telling you today, it's absolutely worth it. How do I know? Because God gave me a promise. And he said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am there you may be also listen stay the course continue as paul said he said with the help of god i obtained the help of help of god therefore i continue the only way you can keep going is with god's help if you don't have it you're not going to make it so i ask you this morning you come father help us Lord, I there's a whole bunch of stuff, Lord, that uh that I, I didn't say. Lord, you didn't want me to say, and but God, I think I've said enough. And Lord, I pray that you'd help us to continue. Lord, we're we're not here today for it's not a personal thing, Lord. God, it's something that you have laid on our hearts for you. And God, we're in this for the cause of Christ, and we're in this to. Uh, reach out to the lost and dying lord and and try to introduce them to a loving savior but lord if we don't reach them one day they're going to die in their sin and go to hell and i pray dear god that you'd help us help us to be a beacon in this dark world to a, a Lord to people that need christ and lord may we as your children lord there's we get discouraged we get beat up but lord help us when we come in here that god there is a cause and God, we can be encouraged because we have a Father in new heaven who who loves us and gave us his Son. And, Lord, you said you'd never leave us or forsake us. So please help us, Father, today. Give this invitation. Speak to hearts. And I'll give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. While we stand and while we sing just a verse, if the Lord's speaking to your heart, you come. Come on right now while we sing.
0: Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will.